You like uh, the way you look? You. You, know, you don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it looks like it's done in somebody's basement. <laughs> like it's, we've done that show. No, but that, that is true. That is true. You know what? I should do this though. Hey, I bet that sounds better. Right, look, look. When you put the microphone in front of you, <laughs> you think we had done this before? I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, yeah. So we have. Hey, we have a couple of rules on on the podcast. Uh, obviously, you, you you got beer, so you got that covered. Um, <laughs> if if you cuss, please do. If you need to burp, if you need to burp, just just let it go. We like to just judge. Let burp. it go. Huh? Yeah, just you know the the, you know don't be afraid. Don't try to hold it in. I mean, because okay. don't right. be a hero, man. Don't be a hero. Just just <laughs> let it out. Try to hold it in. <laughs> all right, all right. And everything we'll else see goes. What, see, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we we got no rules on words that you can and can't use. And don't feel like you have to burp. If just, you know, it's got to be natural. You know what I'm saying? We don't want it to be some sort of you know forced burp. We've had yes. that happen. Yeah. It, it never. The last podcast we did, it he tried. Remember he tried to burp. Yeah, it was not good. It, did, it didn't go well. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Josh. We just called you well, out. I, if, I, if I'd have known that, I'd have started a little earlier. <laughs> Look, I, this is this is my my first of the day, and I'm wishing I had started earlier too. Same, 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 same. Well, uh, with, oh, that was a crack man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a good. That was a, that was a crack. Em crack. That was a crack. Em crack. <laughs> you want? Should I play a little music? Yep. Stand All right, by. We'll be back in a bit. Why didn't it change the screen? Because it did it wrong. Uh oh, here we go again. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at DyerOil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. Yeah, shout out to uh, Dire Oil Graphics, our one sponsor. We did have another sponsor, but he, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's, our, that's our sticker sponsor. And that's right. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Beers with Nigel. It's a podcast about beer and other things and other stuff. I'm Nigel. That's Nick over there. I'm that other guy. And all the way from Orlando, Florida. Uh, <laughs> he's got so many names. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go with your government name. <laughs> Aubrey Perry, a.k.a. Oh, Crackham. What's your name the, for him? The Henny Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you do you have your uh, your your uh, fanny pack of, of Henny next to you? Oh, you see now, why do you have to start with that? I, I, I knew I should have, you know. I'm, I'm making a name for myself, and it might not be a good one. Oh, um, no, no, it is a glorious name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I, I told that. I, I I've been this. telling the tales of the Henny Ninja for two years now, and it's, I, it's, it's a legend. I, I told that yeah. story the other day. I told the yeah. story the other day because, you know, a lot of people have never heard of Hennessy White, much less, you know, know about the Henny Ninja. But if you can get them both together, that's a win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we started that a few years ago, but uh, we can get into that a little later in some detail if you want to. Oh, we're definitely going oh, to start. Right? We're not starting there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where else to start. Well, we, we, come, well, we, gotta, we gotta tell people who he is first. Good lord, he's the Henny Ninja. <laughs> he just appears 
and there's a bottle of Hennessy. This is true. <laughs> we'll, we'll start with this. Uh, what are you drinking over there, Aubrey? I am drinking a uh, a, a lager. I'm, I'm starting light today. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's it's from Bentwater Brewing Company called uh, Goat, greatest of all time lager. Okay. Um, and it's 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 made uh, for the the greatest football player to to play the game, Lord. Uh, Tom Brady. Oh uh, Lord! If you saw if you saw how our Bucks, uh, you know, made the playoffs this weekend, won the NFC South. Yes, we're eight and eight, but uh, you know things are starting to come together, and we're ready to make that playoff run, baby. Let's gonna get that other ring, next ring. The AFC South. Uh, NFC, couple, NFC. Well, yeah, and yeah, NFC. Couple, of, couple of high school teams in that division. Yeah, they look good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, look, look. They they're following that script that Goodell gave them. It's fine. It's no, no. big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're drinking. Uh, shout out to my boy John Bedoin. Uh, some little beer karma. I got a little uh, Yingling Oktoberfest. So we're starting life. Oh. But uh, as you'll see, I've not we, had that Oktoberfest before. It's me, good. Yeah, it's good. And I'm not an Oktoberfest fan, but it's good. But as you'll see, the, yeah, we're starting light. But uh, I got a, super, super, uh, a few surprises in the Uh-oh. bag for you, Nick. <laughs> so I'm both <laughs> excited and scared, which is really how I like to do this show. Well, that's your life, isn't it? Exciting and, and, <laughs> and scared. And scared. Yeah. So, so let's talk about Crack'em. Crack'em Crafted. Um, tell us a little bit about, about you know, your backstory and how Crack'em came about and what it is. Let's talk about that. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can. That's a better place to start. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like you said, yeah, yeah, I know that. That I know. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Aubrey Perry uh, from Orlando, Florida. Um, I'm the founder of Crackham. Crackham is a mobile brewery marketing platform uh, that allows it connects craft beer drinkers with with local breweries, and and in a lot of cases gives them incentives to visit. Uh, we were the. the the reason I started this this company um, back probably probably about five or six years ago is when I was really starting to get into the the craft beer scene. And uh, here in Orlando, they had uh, uh, this ale trail map that you that had all of the breweries on it, and you you go around to each brewery and you get a stamp at each one, and then when you finish, they give you a growler at the end. Um, so I, I, I was enjoying going around and visiting these breweries. Uh, I went to, I think we had 17 breweries at the time, um, went through and, um, hit 16 of the 17. And right when I got to the last one, I lost the fucking map. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I wasn't happy about that, and, and basically said there's got to be a better way to do this. Um, my background is is in IT. So uh, is my camera? We can still hear you. Though. It's coming back. Okay. Then. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. As long as, right, as, so, long as yeah. we're happy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So my my uh, my background is in IT. So I I just kind of started messing around. You know, I, I knew that if you're if you're going around and visiting these breweries, you know, yep, there have been a lot of times that I'd had my map with me or didn't have my map with me. But you know what I always had with me? Your phone. Fucking phone. 
Yeah. So I said, let's let's see if we can find a way to um, mimic the check-in process with with a with a smartphone. So we started uh, with QR codes that that we would give to breweries, and and you'd go and you'd scan the QR code, and that would uh, effectively check you in there. Uh, and just kind of started as like a little side project for me. Uh, and then I started showing it to a couple of the brewery owners that I knew in the area. And they were like, damn, Aubrey, this is this is kind of cool. I like this. Um, and then I saw that, you know, there was there was one here in, in Orlando. There was one in Tampa. There was one in Miami uh, up in North Florida. I think I counted nine different book type ale trails throughout Florida. And then I started seeing them in other areas of the country, in, in, in Richmond, Virginia, uh, up in, 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 uh, in Idaho, you know, all over the place. And uh, so I, I, at that time, I was doing a lot of traveling. Of course, this was pre-pandemic. So as I was doing this traveling, uh, I would go and visit breweries. And, you know, it was tough to actually find those breweries and, and you know, Let's let's face it. Who, who the hell wants to carry around a map these days? Yeah, or even the book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I had a book that fits, that's here. I never used it. Still in my right. car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and and that was the that was the 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 premise to to get Crackham the the catalyst to get Crackham started. Uh, it started as a replacement for uh, the Ale Trail locally. Uh, and then once I saw that there was uh, that there could be a demand for this across the country, I said, OK, well, let's let's do it uh, a little bit more formally. Um, so we we created the app. Uh, we, we started doing things across Florida. Uh, we were right about to launch the app and then COVID hit. Yeah. And they sh- and they shut the breweries down. So. Um, it was it was bad because we were we were scheduled to release, you know, two weeks after the Florida governor came in and said, OK, we're going to shut down all the breweries. Um, and we had no idea how long that was going to take. So what we decided to do was was just take it and, and use this as a as a test of our platform. You know, we said that the platform was flexible so you could still buy to go beers from breweries. You just couldn't go to the tap room and visit. So what we did is we created a to-go only ale trail. Uh, we called it the the COVID sucks ale trail. <laughs> uh, and the way we 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 worked it is you go around and you buy beer, beer to go from uh, I think we had I think the the prize level was at ten different breweries here in the Orlando area, and you you just scan the QR code at each one, and once you do that, then you earn the prize. And at the end of that trail. We gave everyone a, a T-shirt that says "I conquered the COVID sale trade." Nice, nice. That's that, that's that's pretty ingenious. I mean, a lot of things happened during COVID, but that I don't know anybody started a fucking app. During, no, during, <laughs> you know, it was, it was it was it was good because it, it gave us a chance to test out the platform. We wanted to help the industry, right? You know, so we you know these these are small businesses these are friends and neighbors and people that we know uh and they were struggling so we we didn't want to just sit on the sidelines and and wait so we said okay well let's see if there's some type of a, a appetite for this 
Yeah. So that 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 was the the catalyst for us to go ahead and and do that, and it it worked out well. We actually had a little write up in the Orlando Business Journal about how we were helping out the the small businesses during the uh, during the pandemic, and uh, and it it led to to bigger and better things. What's the what's the response been? I remember people downloaded it and using it. Yeah, yeah, we've we've it, it's it's more than just that now. Uh, we have what we started to do the during this pandemic, it gave us a chance to do a few different things. Uh, I, I started working on this full time. I talked to my wife about uh, leaving my full time job and, and doing this full time. Uh, and we were, you know, blessed enough to be in a position that that I could take. We, we could do that. Uh, so. I found a, a a tech co-working spot in Orlando and started going and working from there. And while I was working there, they had these startup incubator programs uh, that you, you apply to them. And if you're accepted, then you go through the the programs and they, they teach you how to validate your idea, how to uh, get customers, how to get funding uh, if you if if that's the type of business that you're looking for. So uh, uh, luckily, lucky enough, we were, we applied and we were accepted. So we actually went through several, we went through, I think four different incubator programs with a couple of different uh, organizations that, that, that taught us how to validate the idea to make sure that we're talking to customers, to make sure that customers would want this particular uh, this particular item before we start spending money on, on developing it. And um, one of the things that, that we, we really did is we talked to a lot of customers in breweries, of course, uh, and just kind of asked them what they thought about the idea. And uh, we, we had a great response. Um, and that was what actually kind of made us decide to, to go ahead and, and move forward with it. So I'm looking at your shirt, the Kraken crafted, but the AF is capitalized. Does that mean as fuck? <laughs> it, well, let's, it, it doesn't mean Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> I want to circle back yeah. to uh, uh, where you uh, where you are now, but I kind of I'm kind of interested in as we always start the show with, you know, you've been you've been talking about you've been around the craft beer game for about five or six years. What were you drinking before that you and what 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 it hits you that you're like, oh, this is different than what I because everybody has that story, right? I was drinking this, I found this, yeah. and here we are now. What where how what where did you from what from whence did you come? <laughs> okay, you well, I, I can I can go back to shit, fucking college. Yeah. In uh in in the in the early eighties. Um I remember you know, at, it's college, so you, you drink whatever you can get your hands on, basically. Right. <laughs> uh, but I remember, I remember there were a couple of beers that were outside the norm for for me and for for our group. It was uh, Saint Pauli Girl Dark and Heineken Dark. Yeah. Now I just knew them as dark beers. I don't know if they were stouts or porters or. Or what I you know I that I didn't I didn't have that uh, 
that that terminology back then. Uh, I was just drinking dark beer because right. it tasted a little, it tastes different and it tastes better. Um, but got away from that, and um, I pretty much became a a Miller Light drinker. And uh, I was. A, there's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with Miller's Lights. No, no, no. There ain't nothing wrong with the Miller's Lights. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think it, I think they all have their their purpose. Their place, uh, right? But, yeah. But I was I was I was drinking that, and um, I was sitting, and I've had friends that would take me, say, "Hey, man, you know, after work, we're going to World of Beer." Uh, right. And I'd be, okay, yeah, well, let me go, and I'll I'll try some stuff, and and they always tell me, you know, "Hey, man, you got to try this." You got to try this. You know, it's it's a 11 percent uh, double dry hop, blah, blah, blah. All of this stuff is it's, it's, it's a foreign language to me. I have right. no fucking idea what they're talking about. Yeah. But when I get a beer, I'm still expecting it to taste like a Miller Lite. And it didn't. <laughs> and uh, I, I fucking hated it. I was like, what the fuck is this you're giving me? Uh, so uh, it, it wasn't until... Right around the time this was, this was uh, probably 2014, 2015, something like that. I was uh, I was in my my local watering hole, and and one of the waitresses asked me that. She said, "Aubrey, all you drink Miller Lite." I said, "Yeah, I tried that crap shit, and I just can't get into it." And she said, "Well, we we've got a few. If I give you some, will you try them and 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 see if you find one you like?" I was like, yeah, shit, I ain't turning down no free beer now. <laughs> uh, but what she did was she started explaining to me uh, some of the, the items that I was seeing on the menu. And the main one was IBU, what IBU meant. Uh, when we were talking about the, the, the bitterness unit, because that was the thing that I didn't like about some of the beers that I, that I was trying, they were, they were too bitter from what my palate was used to at that time. Right. So she started bringing me a few and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is fucking terrible. I don't like this. Yeah. And then finally she bought me a couple. I was like, Hey, this is pretty good. This is, this is damn good. Uh, and, um, I had a couple of those and then I went home that day and what I do, I cracked open a Miller light, took a sip and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> That's what I've been drinking all these years. <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you remember what my, she gave you? It was uh, a beat of purple haze. Oh, shit. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's a great entry level. Uh, not entry level, but that's a great way to get into it. That's one of my one of my faves. I think the strawberry was the first Abita. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. yeah. My my brother would would buy out when it would hit Lucas Liquor near us. <laughs> I remember the first time they got uh, there's one one uh, bar close to, close to here that had a beta on tap, and you didn't see it on tap unless you were in New Orleans. And so I was mm -hmm. like, oh shit, I don't remember who had it on tap. Bricks, wow, bricks, yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of speaking of beer, I'm out of beer. Is it time? It's time. Okay. Mystery beer, <laughs> Shout out to our girl Bree Burrows. At the Big Rick Brewing Company in Kansas City, uh, so we have, you got to hold up the bag, bro. Oh, Arby's got so we have mystery beers on the bag. We've started this podcast almost three years ago. Uh, this bag, okay, we it came from a golf course. There's a burnt hole in it now. It's been a, it's been around, <laughs> and you know I would always bring Nick stuff that he's never had because he wasn't much of a beer drinker 
or he wasn't a, a, a I didn't really care. You didn't care, but now he cares. So <laughs> the mystery beer is still, you know, I still bring shit that, that I mostly did out. bourbons and rums. Yeah. But now he drinks all the things. So well, look, look, as you said, you're not turning down beers. I'm not turning down drinks, period. <laughs> well, especially free beers. <laughs> so, free anything. If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> so what we got there? So how'd so a hole get in the bottom of it? How you burn we, a hole in the bottom? We, we, we do not know, sir. That that bag, <laughs> that bag is has turned a few corners. I was about to say, I, I'll, I'll ask you off air if you want to tell that story. <laughs> off air. It's the same story. We have no idea how it got burned. Look, at, at some point, your your boy is going to come on and tell the story of where the bag came yeah, from. Yeah, he's uh, he's slacking. He won't. Although he's on. been avoiding this for yeah, about three for, years. Yeah, now. about three years. Uh, Windshift Brewing out of Blue Springs, Missouri. It's the Pina Colada. I can't read the handwriting. Noctilucent. Noctilucent. So this is a beer. It's an Oat cream IPA. Oat cream double IPA. Yeah. So this this beer, um, little backstory on it. I, this is a, a brewery I used to work at, and I went to I went to Pastry Town, that that uh, fest that the other half puts on in Brooklyn, right mm-hmm. before COVID. It was it was it was literally the week before everything shut down, and we went to other half and they had these oat cream IPAs. I'm like, what the hell is that? So. We started drinking them. They're all like 10 percenters, right? But they're smooth and creamy yeah. and delicious. Yeah. So I get back and to my shout out to my boy, boy Tony at Windshift. I was like, dude, we gotta, we gotta brew one of these beers. He's like, well, let's do it. So we he and I, is that all I get? <laughs> Did you pour the can out, homie? <laughs> He's like, I mean, look at that. I mean, it's, it looks like OJ. Well, you gotta earn the rest of the can, you know. Yeah, so basically, it, you, if you take the IPA and you put a lot of oats in it, it just makes it creamy. It was one of those IPAs. People who didn't like IPAs, I'd be like, try this. And they were like, oh, I can drink that. So yeah. shout out to Tony because he always does. He'll do a beer and then do a twist on the beer. So the pina colada version, uh, holy shit. All right, here we go. It smells like pina colada. Oh, that's. I don't yeah. even know what to say. Yeah, it tastes like a pina colada beer. And it does. Was eight percent? But there's something surprising there. What's surprising? I don't know what it? that is. That it's free. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? I, I like I, that. I haven't looked at the ABV. Oh, you said what the ABV was? Didn't no, you? I did not. Oh, I'm gonna say it's eight percent because that's the first time we brewed it. That's what it was. Spot on. Eight percent. You earned the rest of the can. Well, I mean, I did bring the idea to Tony, so I'm taking full fucking credit. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, the smell is a lot different than the taste. Mm-hmm. It I smells think- just like pina colada, but the taste is very just it's, fruity. Look, and- look, here's, here's why it's good. It don't smell like Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to get into the Malibu conversation. All right. We got Malibu stories later, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, what's 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 the what's the what's the what's the the phrase y'all use for the Malibus? I don't remember. I'd... I have a great I have a great picture of Nick one night we were at, <laughs> at a partner's uh, uh, his his house in his driveway having a little beer share, and somehow there was a bottle of Malibu, and I've got this picture of Nick just hold it up like. <laughs> we, we we might have been doing commercials for Malibu. Yes, <laughs> bad commercials. <laughs> if if commercials were honest, <laughs> so Malibu. Would you like to go to a bonfire? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to drink any more Malibu. So no. the answer is no. So what's the what's the scene like where you live, uh, like the beer scene? 
Oh, uh, it's 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 growing. I mean, it's it's growing fast as as hell. Um, you know, in in the the Orlando, the greater Orlando area. Like I said, when I started that map, there were seventeen uh, breweries on there. There are probably just in the greater Orlando area, probably. 34 35 now uh and at least at least four more slated to open probably in the first six months of this year so if if so, if, if, if nick and i when nick and i come to town where, where are you going to take us oh man i'm gonna ask you what you got a taste for and oh. then we're gonna and then we oh, then we're the gonna jump in a, we're gonna jump in an uber and uh and just ride man <laughs> We, we've got a, we've got some we've got some we've got some breweries here that are doing some amazing things you know it just really kind of depends on on what you're looking for we've got some some breweries that are, are doing some great uh sours if you like fruited sours uh we've got some that that kind of specializes in, in in ipas um and some that 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 put you know just some crazy shit on uh you know whenever they get a chance whenever you know a brewer you know has some crazy dreams like hey let's brew a beer with some fucking socks in it or something you know all right like like but he says we got something doing crazy shit those are the breweries i want to go to. yeah well, yeah, I want the weird people. That that that's that's why I lied to Nick and I would be easy. We're like, just take us to breweries. We well, that's true. Care. I mean, like, like <laughs> that's what's fun about when Nigel and I do beer travel. We yeah. don't care. We want all the beers. You know, good, yeah. good, bad, or or indifferent. You know, we'll we'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so with so with the with the app now, um, I mean, I've been following kind of the progress on on the Instagrams, and you're 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 outside of Florida now, aren't you? Yeah, one of the things that that we as as the app has started to evolve like i said it started almost like as as a replacement for the for the hail trail uh but as we start talking to customers customers started saying that uh we 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 asked everybody that we talked to you know what brought you to this brewery today and right. we took basically took those top answers that we got and said hey let's incorporate all of this into the app you know, there were, you know, people like, hey, uh, I, 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 I Googled yes. breweries near oh, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I, I Googled breweries near me to just kind of see what was what was close by. Uh, or they were completing some type of a, a ale trail or, or map or something like that. Or they may have a uh, some type of a coupon, a Groupon type thing, some type of deal that they were redeeming. So we took all of that and incorporated it into the app. And we started uh, with just the breweries that had some type of an offer that could be redeemed. Mm -hmm. um, because that's that's kind of where we make we make our money. Uh, if you pay, if, if you want to redeem, oh, shit, I, I, I kind of let that belch go real easy. Put yeah, I saw that, you know, yeah, yeah that's yeah. zero points. <laughs> my, bad, my bad on that. <laughs> no reward uh, on that one. <laughs> yeah. So what we did was um, uh, we, we, we only had the breweries where that had some type of offer you could redeem, a buy one, get one free or 20% off. And if you wanted to redeem those, the user wanted to redeem those, they had to pay they have to pay a subscription fee it's five dollars a month 
Okay. Uh, but you know, you get you redeem one a month, and basically it pays for it. So. Right. Right. But as we started talking to customers, customers said, "Aubrey, you know that's that's cool and all, but I want to know where all the breweries are, not right. just the breweries that that have your offers, because it might be another brewery right around the corner that you know you may not have approached yet or may not have an offer, but I still want to check it out." So we said, "Okay, that makes sense." So uh, we just started adding all of the breweries. So uh, we we've got over. 250 breweries here in in Florida now uh, and we've said in, we also switched from scanning QR codes to using geolocation on the phone so now it recognizes when you're at the brewery and you can check in there and you don't have to scan anything nice so and and that's what actually made us get to the point where we could go ahead and ex really expand so what we decided to do was to um, to to expand and started adding breweries in the beer destination cities across the across the U.S. the the Asheville's, the Denver's, the San Diego's, and things like that. So now you can actually go on if you're in Denver, you can open our app, and as soon as you open our app, what it does is it shows you the breweries that are closest to you and the information that you need to decide whether you want to visit, what are their hours, uh, whether they have crawlers and growlers to go, whether they have food, gives you driving directions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, I, I knew I was coming on here today, so we haven't announced it yet, but I'll announce it here that we just added Kansas City. Breaking news, nice. baby. I love a little breaking, yeah. breaking news. We're good at that. <laughs> what other podcast is breaking news about beer? None. That means that means we have to turn this around and actually post it. Well, that's you. This is your job. <laughs> I'm the yeah, talent so we, producer. Ouch. So we, we, we've got, uh, I think we've got, uh, shit, right at the beginning of the, right at the end of uh, the year, we were just over 1,000 breweries. I think we were over 1,200 now. Uh, we we plan to just keep adding breweries un, until we get damn near all of them added, you yeah. know, because we we want we want to be that app that you can you know where, wherever you are in the country you open it up it's going to show you the breweries near you, and uh, and and help get you help get you there. So how are you tackling all of the yeah all of the marketing? I mean, because like you you gotta you gotta call all the breweries in all these different you know markets. And then you're also trying to get people to use it. That's that's the biggest challenge for us in 2023. Uh, we were trying to get to that thousand brewery uh, threshold first. Uh, now that we're in the because all these breweries have no idea that they're on Crackham right now. They don't know who the fuck we are. Right. Uh, <laughs> so we've got uh, I met with uh, my marketing team earlier today and we we've got planned out how we're going to roll it out uh, basically across the country, how we're going to go in and announce and let the breweries in, in, in Kansas City know that uh, that they're on Crackham, uh, have some uh, have a, a webinar or, or a video that that explains to them the value that they'll get out of being on Crackham and how to use it how to upgrade their listing because it has it, got some features that you can get for free and then some premium features right. also 
So uh, it's, it's gathering all of that information and rolling it out to the cities, making sure the breweries know that we're there. And then when the breweries are ready, then we start advertising to the users and saying, uh, hey, uh, Kansas City beer drinkers, crack them here. Right. This is what you can get by downloading our app and, and trying it out. So has has, you know, the, the thousand breweries or the ones in Florida that you've that you, you, you know, you're that are there. Have they seen that people are, are coming to the brewery because of the app as, as, as they were getting? Uh, how's that working? Return. Yeah, we've we've got people that are um, that, you know, always they're, they're reaching out to us and, and saying, hey, I, I, we're finding these new breweries that, that we've never been to before and getting to experience since experience some new places. Um, one of the things that that we did is, is we, we went to a beer fest or, or we've gone to a couple of beer fests and we asked people, you know, how do you decide which breweries to return to? Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, first of all, it's got to have good beer. But second of all, second of all, it's it's the experience, it's the vibe of the right. place, you know. So we are going to, or, or we're reaching out to breweries and saying these are some of the things that uh, that we can do to kind of help create a, a a little different experience. Uh, we've got a a feature uh, built into Crackham called uh, well, we can help you run what's called a surprise and delight campaign. And basically what that is, is a way to basically give away prizes just by people checking in at your brewery. Um, so we, we tested that here and we gave away things like uh, air fryers, earbuds. Uh, we, we saw this cool inflatable furniture that you can get on Amazon. So we, we had all these different types of little prizes that you could just come in and, uh, you know, you check in at the brewery, just thinking you're checking in for, you know, uh, ale trail purposes or whatever. And a little thing comes up and it says, it says I want a gift card. And you're like, yeah. yeah. So you just show that to the person and, and they give you the gift card. Uh, we actually gave away a, uh, a 50 inch uh, TV at one of the breweries, you know, so it, uh, and, and what what this allows us to do is make that experience of, of going to the brewery a little bit more special. Right. You know, if you if you've got it's almost like playing the lottery, you know, you're checking in and looking at your phone and seeing if you're going to get something. Yeah. Uh, and it's good for the breweries because they, they don't have to give away. The reason we gave we, we tested the TV is is we wanted to see if that actually drew in more people. If we say, hey, this brewery is giving away a 50 inch TV, are we going to see a lift in the number of people that come and check in? Uh, and actually, it did not. So what that told us is that the breweries don't if they want to implement this feature and it's allowed in their area, then they don't have to uh, they don't have to give away expensive things, uh, give away a, a T-shirt from that uh, that that anniversary party that you had a year ago that you know and you now you're trying to get rid of those or get away never underestimate the power of a of a brewery t-shirt and and, oh, and yeah. really you know to, to, to your point because i see a lot of people come because i work at three breweries and i see people coming in with the pub passes and all that business you know people hell just for the free beer 
the buy one get one right. is a draw. You know, along with going and visiting a brewery they've never gone to before. So I think what you're doing in Kansas City is going to be perfect because you know some of those pub passes that we get here. I'm like, you know, somebody might it might be a free beer and they don't you know they don't even buy a fucking beer. You know, they just come get the, they come get the free one. Uh, that's uh, people, that's, that's, not cool. that's not cool. People do that. You know, some people just want want the, the free shit. That's why some places say, "Let's well, buy one, get one." At least buy right. a beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but right. I think I think what you're doing will will be because the 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 like the untapped check-in culture here on Untapped, people want to check in, even though the brewers hate Untapped because people <laughs> people leave stupid reviews. You know, you've kind of cut that out of it. It's just checking in. And you know, showing breweries love by just showing up. You know, I'm yeah, not, that's and that's you to judge your beer. I'm here to you know to to check it out. Yeah, how many people do you actually trust to to, to judge a beer? Zero. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because for what we saw and when we talked to people, you know, it's 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 the same thing. You know, if you if you if you don't like IPAs and you come to my brewery and you try an IPA, how the hell are you going to review and say, oh, I hated this fucking beer? Right. You know, it, 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 it just doesn't make sense a lot of times. Yeah. So we allow the the user to to just check in to say, I've been to this brewery before where one of the features that we're going to add is we're going to add a little note section so you can add your own notes. Right. So that if you go and visit that brewery again, you can say, OK, yeah, I tried this beer last time and then, and this is what I think about it. But there are no reviews or anything like right. that, that that's public for for other people to see. And also when you talk about those offers, like uh, the buy one, get one, the brewery with our app, the brewery has a way that they can turn those on, turn them off. They can change them. They can change the redemption period. Uh, and that lets them test certain things and see if it, uh, if, if one incentive uh, drives more traffic than another. Yeah. I, so, you know, we go back, I don't know, I met you the first time with 2019 at uh, Barrel and Flow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I, I refreshed my memory. So last Barrel and Flow, did you talk about you can filter down to find like minority breweries and things like that? Is that a thing? We we added a, um, we, we have a section in the app for, for trails. Um, so what we decided to do was uh, take the, the ale trail functionality and if your city or your visitors and convention bureau wants to host an ale trail, then we can host that ale trail for you. Uh, so we could use Crackham to, to host a, a, a Kansas City ale trail and also a St. Louis ale trail and also right. a Pittsburgh ale trail. Uh, so it it still appeals. You're you're keeping the the your craft beer enthusiasts still using the same app no matter where they are in the country, and they can use the different features of it. So as far as this the the ale trail functionality is concerned, uh, we did that at at Barrel and Flow. Uh, and uh, we had a few people going in and checking in at some of the, the Pittsburgh area breweries. Um, but we've got like a statewide ale trail going on here in, in Florida. And we've got three level of prizes that you can get. You know, check in at 10, you get this. Check in at 25, you get something else. Check in at 50 and you get something else. 
customers. Yeah. So it's it, it's adding the functionality that the users want and also the, that makes sense for both the breweries and the and the users. Yeah. I, I love it. I think it's a great idea. Okay. Well, and nice to have just kind of one place. Okay, I'm in this city. I'm going to go to this trail. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, because I, you know, and I, I don't have to worry about stupid people giving stupid reviews. Yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> we can just take them out of everything. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, yeah. one of the, one of the breweries I work at, uh, Transparent. We're going to, we're going to take those untapped reviews. We're going to do like a monthly video and just read them dramatically. Oh, <laughs> I can play. Yes. I want in on this. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be like a poetry slam, but it's going to be untapped right. reviews. <laughs> I'm going to channel my inner William Shatner for this. I mean, you can do that. How you doing on that beer over there? I'm doing good. You, let's crack open another. I'm ready. Is it time? Yeah, it's time for it's another. It's time already. It's, yeah, it's time. I, I bet. I bet Aubrey's probably ready for another beer soon. Well, he said he got a cooler next to him, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going slow, so let me let me chug the rest of this. We'll catch up. I mean, dude, it's almost five o'clock in Florida. <laughs> mystery beer, And then and Siri checks in. I didn't ask you for anything, Siri. Sorry. He, he just he just chugged his beer. Oh, he unplugged himself. Uh-oh. Uh oh. All right, I'm back. There you go. Oh, you know what? What? We hit the mystery beer button. Mm -hmm. Our buddy Bree singing the mystery beer song, yeah. and I pull out Fine Street Brewing, Big Rip, yeah. Collab, yeah. We Belong. Yeah. Session IPA. Hold it up to the camera, bro. So that, uh, back in <laughs> you still look like you're in somebody's basement. So that, that, <laughs> I'm in the same studio. So in Kansas City, we, we have several breweries that are owned by women, and Big Rip is one of them. So our homeboy is the first black-owned brewery, Vine Street Brewing, is opening this year. They've been been doing collabs, and they did a collab with, with uh, Bree, and it's delicious. Who have they not done a collab with in our area? But you know what? They're smart. They're, <laughs> they, 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 were, they, were, they remind me of Crowns and Hops. The brand is out there. They don't have a physical location, but everybody knows the brand now. So... Um, hey, good on those guys to you know get the buzz going. Yeah. Um, actually, before... that, that, actually, that's what you asked me about. You mm -hmm. asked me about the black owned breweries, didn't you? I yeah, did. we we in in that trail section, what we decided to do is uh, is add a a listing of the black owned breweries, those that have brick and mortar. Right. You know, they they always talk about that. You know, there there's seventy black owned breweries. But when we started looking at the brick and mortar, that number goes down to 43, actually 42 now, because we had one uh, here in Florida that, that closed recently. Which one was that? Uh, uh, shit, what, what was it? Uh, oh man, now you put me on the spot. Uh, it was a brewery in Tampa. And the reason they closed was because they had a they had a shooting. At the that brewery, was not not at the brewery. No, oh, but, no, but it but it but it was on the it was on the same street. You know, oh, this, gotcha. this this brewery is is, is you know they, they they've been working with the Tampa Police Department about uh, you know trying to clean up that area where the brewery is located. But uh, apparently, uh, with this shooting, there was there was it it put customers and staff in harm's way. Gotcha. So they decided that they were going to close their their tap room uh, until they can they can get that under control. Gotcha. So they're not closed, closed. No, no, no. They they okay. temp temporary closure of, of the tap room. 
So you said there, there when you did the numbers, it was like you said forty something. Yeah, black forty. Police? I think forty, forty-two black owned with with brick and mortar around the country. Around the country, yeah. Wow. So on wow. on on, on Crackham, you can go to the um, uh, the trail section, and you'll see a list of uh, the black owned breweries, and you can click that, and it'll show you the ones that are closest to you and. Uh, you know, hopefully if you're in an area that 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 has a a black owned brewery or a, a, a woman owned brewery, then uh, you can you can choose to support those because that we, we actually want to do the same thing with uh, uh, women owned breweries and, and those that are are owned by the LGBTQ plus community uh, to make sure that if yeah. if you want to make a concerted effort to support those communities, we give you an easy way to do it. Well, we got those. Lab, yeah. you know. We probably have more women women owned breweries in any other city. <laughs> I, I really believe I, that. I feel like we've yeah. Well when we you know, when we talked to to Ed and Day in Pittsburgh and yeah. they were shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Crack them. <laughs> Crack them. What, what you got? Oh man, look at that. Oh, oh what a little hell? slushy? What is that? Somebody's got a high sea beer. For our audio listeners, it's a blue, it's a blue beer. I'm going to go to the glasses on this one. Did you crack a Smurf? <laughs> Look at that can. It's a, oh, oh, it looks like an avatar. avatar. Yeah. Wow, this they're They can probably afford it. This is Tripping Animal Brewery. Oh, Tripping yeah, Animals yeah. out of Miami. Yeah. yeah. Soda-inspired sour ale conditioned with blueberry and lemon. Huh. Six percent. Uh, have you had that before? I have not. I'm curious to see when you taste it what it, what, you, what you think of it. Might need a close up there on the and, face. And, and why? Yeah. <laughs> and while you're at it, Nick, what do you think of that? Uh, we belong. You like that? That that is a tasty and delicious beer. Yeah, I love the logo on that as well. Do you notice the logo? Look I did. At that. Look at the logo. I, I did. Hold up that logo. Wait, that, there you go. If Aubrey can see that there, that's a great logo. Oh yeah, I like that. That's nice. So uh, how's that? How's we that belong. Blue this is my, this my is bad. Blue. I got you. It's what? It's 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 very good. It's it's uh, it's it's a little sweet, not not overly sweet though. Uh, but I I like the fact that it's got a nice balance of the sweetness and the tartness. So okay. um, yeah, this is, this is this is really good. That's the kind of crazy stuff I like to see every once in a while. I want so I want, some blue I'll, shit. I'll do that. Yeah, some blue shit. I'll give me some that blue shit. So you were just you were telling us. Well, I just gonna here. give the uh, yeah, the description ahead. here from from the the We Belong collab. We Belong was brewed by uh -huh. Big Grip Brewing Company in collaboration with Vine Street Brewing to promote diversity and inclusion in Kansas City's craft beer community. It's a session IPA featuring tropical fruit, juicy notes, and a touch of floral and dankness. It's definitely got the dankness. I mean, look at the look at the nice. color. Look at that. That's like that's like. Oh yeah, yeah. That might be some shit in the bottom of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that, I believe, you know, in in 1998 they called that unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got that dankness. I see you with your barrel and flow glasses. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Uh, this is a, is this 2020? Hell, I don't know. Or 21 because we didn't we didn't go in 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't even know. I got all the barrel. So, well, because yeah, because you went, you you kept the same. I went for the new colors this year. Yeah. You wanted to get matching. Yeah, yeah, you got to get the matchy matches. So let's talk about barrel and flow. That was the first time I met you. Um, it, well, even before that, 
you know, obviously going to Baron and Flow, everybody that's been there understands it's the most black people you've ever seen in your life drinking craft beer. That's just what it is. It's not a black beer festival because there's white folks there. It's everybody there. They they let me and a few friends in. <laughs> Nick Nick has endured himself. <laughs> but you know, as as you're doing the app, and you know, you've been to Barrel and Flow. I, I, I guess it was probably important to you to have to put in the app to let people know where all the the black owned and minority or LBGT uh, uh, breweries are. Right? I mean, that you can't. I, mean, I feel like you. That's been a, a a thing that you you did on purpose. Oh yeah, definitely. We, um, you know, I've I've been a, a member of of the National Brewers Association for for several years, and um, listening to the state of the industry addresses and um, and and the 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 talk that we hear from from breweries from brewers associations from you know your state guilds uh everybody understands that there's a there's a a demographic there there are several demographics that are lacking in the in the craft beer industry and if if this if this industry wants to continue the growth path that it's on it's going to have to find new customers and these new customers are going to be uh, women, they're going to be people of color. Uh, so we we hear people saying that, yep, uh, they're they're they want to do this, they want to do it, they don't necessarily know how. Uh, so we wanted to give people and and or be part of the part of the solution. You know, right. understand that, that we've got an easy way for you to find them now. Uh, we've got. Um, we we want to be like I said we we want to do the same thing with with every underrepresented community, so that you can uh, you can easily find them and uh, and support them yeah. because it it's it's it, it's getting people into your breweries. It's uh, you know one of the things I've, I've had people ask me you know, Aubrey, yeah you know it, you're one of the only black people that come in. Uh, what can we do to attract more people? Uh, I said, you know, one of the things that we, we talked about earlier, it's, it's the vibe at your place. You know, the first thing you can do is look down your Instagram page and see how, how diverse your uh, pictures are. Right. You know, if you if you if people are looking in, down your Instagram, if I'm going to a brewery and, and if I'm if I'm going out of town and I know there's a brewery I'm going to. I'm probably going to visit their social media site before I get there. And if I go in and I see people that, that look like me in those pictures, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's got to be everybody in there. Right. But if I see one or two, then I right. say, okay, well, let me put this on my list because, oh, it looks like they might have somebody that works behind the bar, uh, you know, that looks like me. Or I see some customers there. So that might move it up a little higher on my priority list. So those are the small types of things that, that people can do right now to uh, uh, to to just kind of show that that they're uh, friendly to uh, to other audiences. Right. Now yeah. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean run out and, and grab the first black person and say, "Hey, guy, I want to take a picture of you at my brewery." <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't just go grab make friends that way. That's not, that's not what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> but look, you I'm curious though. It's like, the, 
you know, your app and you're talking about looking at the social media to see who's there, what the, what it's like. And then you've got, you've got festivals like, like barrel and flow that do a great job of, of, of promoting and me. Okay. With my, my privilege blinders on, right. I go to barrel and flow and then I come back and you say there are 42 black owned breweries, you know, brick and mortar black owned breweries in the country. I don't seem near enough. I mean, that's surprising to me. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you guys are probably gonna look at me and go, "Dude, <laughs> not at all." But I mean, you know, with my like I said, I, I got my privilege blinders on. That's just shocking. That was a shocking number to me that there's only forty two. Well, you know, hey, hey, hell, it was shocking to me. Yeah. <laughs> when I, when I I'm sure Aubrey can speak to this. I mean, if if you look at the history of of beer, um, and you know, there's some great documentaries out there about how it was marketed, right? Crap beer has been marketed to a different audience. You know, we were getting Snoop and, and Billy D. Williams, you know, all the malt liquors and shit. You right. know, it just it just and if you think about the beer, the beer industry now, the beer industry is hyper local. Think about what brewery in Kansas City has commercials. Which which brewery? Just one. Boulevard. That's the only one. Everybody else is smaller. So they, and they don't they don't advertise. And I, yeah, so there's no advertising. Most of, even the breweries I work at, the shit either it's word of mouth. It's beer nerds. They've added food. Somebody drives by. It's, you know, or it's on, you know, it's just, it's a different animal where, you know, for, for instance, I go to Dallas. When I go to Dallas, I don't know what it is about Dallas. Every time I go to a brewery in Dallas, I see black people. Every brewery. I don't understand. And there's, I don't think Dallas is more black than, than Kansas City. I think it's about the same ratio. Kansas City is about 35% black. I don't see any black folks in breweries. The, the five brothers that I know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you think I'm lying. It's actually really true. But every time I go to Dallas, I'm like, what is it about this, this community that every time I go to a brewery, whether it be in Fort Worth or Dallas or Arlington or Denton, there is, there is yet to be a time that I go that I have not seen at least one person of color, generally more than that. And I've been to a lot of other cities. I'm like, what's different about Dallas? Or even 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 Oklahoma City, which is up and coming. You need, you need to crack them down there. Oklahoma City. Banging. banging. I'll add them to the list. Yeah, bro. Great beer community. Even there. I'm like, I see more people there in breweries than I do here in Kansas City, color-wise. Now, we have a lot of women. You know, you go to breweries, it's all kind of women. But I, I don't know what, what what's been your experience down there. Oh, uh, minus is it's been kind of hit and miss because what we get. Uh, I, I give you my experience this past weekend. Uh, I, I went to to visit a brewery that was actually yes, yeah, it's it's a brewery, small brewery uh, down, but it was down in the tourist district. So while I'm there, there was one black couple that came in. Uh, but they were uh, actually traveling and, uh, and and came in. They were tourists that were in the area. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I see a lot of. I, I, I see a lot of, of tourists that come in, but uh, as, as far as local people in Orlando, they're probably a handful, um, one handful that I may see at one or two breweries. Yeah, uh, there's there's one um, 
craft beer bar here that is, is has a hip hop theme in it uh, to it. So when I go there, I may see two or three people of color there. Uh, but other than that, it's it. There may be one. Yeah. You know, but to you know, to your point, you know, for these breweries to, you know, they're missing money, really, because <laughs> there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole segment of the population like. Well, there's obviously there's black people who drink crap beer. Maryland Flow is a great example. <laughs> what was 2019 the first year you went? Uh, Did you go in 18 the first year? I went in 19. 19 was my first year. Yeah, that's and well, <laughs> well, I know how I felt when I rolled up to the first symposium on that Friday. What 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 did you? What was your impression when you first rolled up in there? Uh, I I had heard about Barrel and Flow. Yeah. And uh, I, I was like, OK, I, I've got to make sure I attend this. If, if this is going to be the, uh, you know, the industry I'm getting into. Uh, so I went and uh, I actually had a, a, a buddy of mine that went with me. Uh, he's a, a, a brewer here in Orlando, a, a, a brewery owner here in Orlando. Uh, and I told him I was going to this black beer fest. And he was like, uh can white people go? I was like, yeah, white people. Can go. <laughs> and I, I, I thought he was, I thought he was bullshitting. But uh, next thing I know, he sent me a, a text and was like, uh, "Hey, got my ticket booked. You know, let's yeah. let's go." Uh, so we went, and um, yeah, when when we rolled up, we we went to the the symposium, and it was good to see people there. You know black people talking about their experiences in the industry. Uh, but when we went to the bottle share that <laughs> night and <laughs> I saw so night. many people there, so many black people enjoying craft beer and talking about craft beer, uh, I was fucking amazed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it just kind of went from there. It, it was, it was a great time. And, and I kind of said, you know, if, if uh you know god willing and the creek don't rise i won't miss another one yeah 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 19 was that because the bottle share was at that was it was it a restaurant was it a bar i don't know what it, it was. was yeah i don't know what it was but it was downstairs it was hot as a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my bro i was that whole weekend for me just i was like what the hell but that, that bottle share I'm glad they moved it to the hotel to the bar, ballroom because it was 5011 motherfuckers in there and it was yeah. way too hot. Uh, look, I'm just going to yeah. say this: that bottle share is a can't miss event oh, every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's, well, let's go ahead. Well, I, that's that's what I was going to say. The the Hennessy started. <laughs> and I was going to say, here okay. comes the ninja. I was I was going to say, was there Hennessy at that first year? <laughs> okay. So, so here was the deal. I was I was getting on the uh, when when I made plans to go. Um, I started hearing, you know, from the, uh, the founders of, of the, the, of the event. And, uh, I started listening to their podcast. Yeah. Podcast That's a, yeah. We call them. That's podcast. our podcast daddy. That's why we started this podcast <laughs> because of them. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I always listen to them and I, I always heard them say, uh, you know, during the, the intro, Hey, we, we accept shots of Hennessy. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> So I said, okay, all right. I need to, I need to have them somehow remember me uh, from when I go to this this first event. Mm. So uh, I had just come back. 
I don't know where I was. I was in Costa Rica or the Dominican Republic. I was traveling somewhere and they had the the white henny because you know you can't get that in the states right which I so i picked up a couple of bottles and and uh i grabbed a bottle and said okay this one is, is this is what i'm taking okay so uh we rolled up to the bottle share and uh i walk into the bottle share and i introduce myself to uh ed mm-hmm. i was like hey man you know i'm i'm aubrey from florida uh, like it podcast came up to to check it out. And you always said you accept uh, shots of Hennessy. So I pulled, reached in the bag and pulled out the bottle of white Hennessy. And he looked at it. His eyes got big. As- <laughs> <laughs> but the deal, but here's what happened. He just took off running. <laughs> and I'm standing there. I'm like, the fuck is what's going on here? You know what though? I can picture that. I can I can yeah. picture that. <laughs> He, he didn't he didn't say hi he didn't say anything he just took off running so i'm like okay I, you know i hope i ain't offend him or nothing and he came he went and he got uh dave hey. <laughs> and came back and was like this motherfucker that bought the white <laughs> and uh and 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 here's the thing about it i don't even drink hennessy oh wow so uh I, I I was like, yeah, y'all said that y'all y'all accept this, so here's something for y'all to enjoy. Uh, <laughs> and they went upstairs because it's too fucking hot downstairs. Yeah, they went upstairs and and got a table and uh, they enjoyed it. I remember the guys from uh, from uh, console were there and uh, uh, Harris Family Brewing. Yeah, you know, so it, it was it was a nice little group of people that that enjoyed it that that one time. Yeah. And uh, I've been trying to grab a bottle and bring a bottle ever since then. Well, you know, in 20, was that 20? 21. 21. Yeah, because yeah, 20 I, was DigiFest. Yeah, yeah. So 20, yeah. 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 20, 21, because I, I didn't meet you in 19, because there was so many people in there. It was crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least in, in 21, that ballroom was a little more expansive. And so that's when you had the little, I don't know what, what you call that bag. I, I look when I tell the story, it's a fanny pack. I don't care if it's right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the legend that I'm and, spreading. And, 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 and it Aubrey, is a legend. And Aubrey, this is the funny we'll thing. We'll go with that. So we're <laughs> driving to Pittsburgh um, in 22, and we're <laughs> we're like we're like we're as soon as we got to the bottle here, we're looking for you. <laughs> Where's the ninja? <laughs> and sure enough, we found you. We were like, Lord, <laughs> what a, what a what a great. Um, I don't, I don't I don't think you could really that that festival I mean it's it's turned into its own thing as 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 Ed would say it's a vibe man it's just oh, yeah. a you know I you know I keep telling people I'm like I've been to a lot of beer festivals that's that's at the top of my well, list and it's it's two different things I mean there's the festival on Saturday right, right. and that's, I mean and it is a great festival right but you throw in the rest of it all yeah. the you know the people that are the VIPs yeah, the yeah, brewers yeah. Well, you've got the, the, the Friday stuff. And then the music and then the art. And the music and the art. I mean, it's just, it, it's everything a festival should be. Man. And it's, I mean, and it's true. It was, it was uh, Rhythm Brewing. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a family reunion. And that's she's what, right. That's what it's like. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we, were, were y'all, did y'all stay at the at the hotel? 
Not this, we, not this last time. We didn't this year. And I don't know okay. if that was a good decision or a bad decision. I cannot make up my mind. Well, you know, <laughs> so well, there, was, there, was, there was another piece that got added to the uh, the fest. Uh, I know. I'm, we sure you, I'm sure you heard about this. After uh, after the event on Saturday night, yeah. everybody went outside in the parking lot. The liquid intrusion uh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a fucking parking lot party. Um, yeah, that's where I say we the took the out of the hotel. Well, you know, it's I don't know why we picked a different hotel. Maybe it was sold out. But the hotel we stayed at, stayed at was on the campus of the University of Pittsburgh. We had our own experience. So it was different. It was different. But at the same time, everybody, y'all coming back to the hotel? We were like, nah, we're not coming back over there. Because we, what we want to do, we always stay a day later in Pittsburgh because we want to go kick it. We, we, got, go, we got our walkabout. And go hang out. We went to Mike's Beer Bar. Shout out to Mike's Beer Bar. Because they had all those uh, Bear on the Flow collabs there on location you could buy them in the cans great food it was just a great time uh uh alisa from uh rhythm brewing showed up her and her husband they were pretty awesome nick bought their lunch <laughs> uh, we're still trying to get her on the podcast like, did- i thought that would i thought that would seal the deal and get her to come on the show <laughs> i was wrong yeah we were times. <laughs> uh, uh let's have another mystery beer mate you want another mystery beer yeah no, let me finish I'm, this I'm one beer. can i finish this one dude, dude like arby didn't chug it oh okay <laughs> You don't have to chug yours, bro. You, you know. Oh, no, I ain't chugging. Oh, mystery, mystery, mystery. What was the ABV on that on that uh, that blue thing? Six uh, percent. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. look what you got there, Nick. I can never say this right. Well, let's give it a try. Now, Tezcatlipoca. Poca. Yeah, Tezcatlipoca. Tezcat Lapoca. Yes. Like our, our friends at Diametric, this is an amazing beer. I this, love this beer. This is their once once a year anniversary Mexican hot chocolate. <laughs> Can you see that? Mexican hot chocolate stout. Tezcat Lapoca. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, what's the what's the you just say Tezcat? That's really all you gotta say. It's a it's it's a god of it's a Mexican god of something. Okay. Well, so right. one of the owners of, of Diametric, he's uh Latino, and it's his mother's Mexican hot chocolate recipe that they turn into a oh. beer. Nice. And they, and they nice. only do it once a year. I will make sure I will send you a couple of those, my brother. Uh, it's right. it's it's a uh, it's a uh, <laughs> it's one of those it's one of those beers. When it comes out once a year, they'll do the pre-orders because mm-hmm. it comes out on Black Friday, right? They'll open at nine a.m. Be fifty. There'll be a shit ton of people. It's fifty eleven trying to get this beer. It's just, and then they've got a barrel aged version. Um, they did a mole version. <laughs> they did oh, the mole yeah. might be my favorite. Yeah, they did a vanilla version. It's it's nice. It's a it's a what ten percent or twelve percent? Well, let me take a drink and I'll see if I can remember. <laughs> you think by, <laughs> you got that kind of palate? No, That's no, no. If look, if we've proven anything <laughs> on this show in 78, 79 episodes. We're bad at the guess the ABV game, man. That thing is banging, bro. God, that is a great beer. Look at that beautiful couple, man. Yeah, that's dark. All right, what are you that's going nice. with? I think I think it's I work there. I should know. It's 10%, right? It's 12. Okay, so here we are. <laughs> Ed, Ed and Day would need a disclaimer before we sip this beer. Yeah, today. you know, you know Ed and Day's rule, right? If it's over nine percent, you gotta tell your friend when you give them that beer. You can't just give it to them and be like a ten percenter. You gotta let them know. So 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 what happened? They didn't they didn't have that rule back in nineteen at that fucking bottle share. Fair point. <laughs> because they were they was pouring some shit. Oh, bro! I, I remember a, a 
17 and 18 percenters that they were pouring down there in the hot box. <laughs> well, there was in just, the hot box. just last year, there was that table at the far end. They were all double digits. I think yeah. it was all 12 and higher. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess it was, was it last year or the year before? Did we, did we send him test cat? What did we say? It was him? before. No, we didn't know it was. Uh, we, so we sent them the, some beer. So when they came on the podcast, because for, for them now, it's, it's a tradition for them to come on our podcast before the festival, <laughs> which we don't know how the fuck that happened. Whatever. <laughs> so we sent them some Look, beer. Our, our, our podcast daddies love us. Yeah. So we sent them some beer thinking they were going to be together, and they mm-hmm. weren't. And so he gave Ed a couple of beers, and he kept – I don't know what beer it was. It might have been a test cat. It might have been. I don't know. So, But it but was it, handwritten. And it was a crowler. Okay. And so – and so, thirty-two ounces. So, it, they're in two different locations, and 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 Day is drinking that one beer. An hour in, he's drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and every time, every time we every time we see him, he gives us shit about that. I'm like, bro, I granted I'd written the thing because I canned it. I was like, well, it got rubbed off. I don't know what the percentage is. You should, <laughs> you should ask me. <laughs> wow. So what what are the markets? Uh, you, 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 we got the Kansas City announcement. Shout out to Kansas City. We're gonna get the cracking. What what's what's the plan going forward in twenty three? Because I mean, you got that. You say you got to that thousand brewery mark. There's a lot more out there. We're gonna keep adding them. We're gonna keep adding them. We're gonna keep adding functionality to it. Uh, we're we're trying to grow this this craft beer community, um, so that. So, so that all of all of our friends that own these breweries can can continue to to thrive. Uh, we just added a, a new feature to the app, um, a couple new features. One one called Pay It Forward. You know, so you can buy beer for a a firefighter or right. a veteran or something like that and leave it at the brewery. But we got a small one small little uh, uh, new little feature that you can add to it. Uh, you can add a challenge to it. So you can say, hey, I want to buy beer for a veteran, uh, but he's got to bark like a dog in order to get it. <laughs> or, you know, I want to buy the beer for for any, the first woman, I'm going to buy two beers for the first woman that comes in and pulls her wig off. <laughs> so you know you can you can uh what and and this this gets back to the engagement thing right at the brewery yeah um, we 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 tested this out at a brewery one day and uh everybody had a great time with it we had a guy that you know hey you got to do some push-ups yeah uh, and then the one of the bartenders got a beer and put a straw in it down in front of his face. So he had to take a sip of the beer every time he did a push-up. And you had everybody in the place kind of counting along with him. One, two, three. Oh, you're not going down far enough. That's not no real <laughs> You know. So it was it was that type of thing that that you know increases the the engagement yeah. at the brewery. Uh and and uh and and hopefully people remember those types of experiences. So you know, we're, we're looking to add those types of things yeah. to the, the app. Um, you can you can follow your favorite brewery. There's a, a way on the detail page that you can just hit a little slider and that get that yeah. pops you into notifications from the brewery. So now 
what and and we 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 did this because of some things that we saw happen here in Florida this year when the hurricanes were coming through breweries were changing their hours right. and 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 doing things and they needed to reach out to their customers immediately so we've added a notification engine so the breweries can actually go in and the people that have opted in to be to to follow their brewery they can actually send a notification that appears as a notification on their phone yeah. you know immediately uh to say you know hey our food truck canceled today right you know uh any any little real-time information that that you need to get out you you now have a way to do that yeah i, I think of some of the places here like i think of diametric uh my homeboys brewery they've got a food concept as well and on mondays they do they do a special well they might post it on facebook or whatever but something like that you know, you could you could throw it out there. You get a notification. Here's the Monday special for the food. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, right. yeah. I think I think you'll do well here. I think there's there's some because again, <laughs> if if if, the, if my brewer friends can get away from Untap, <laughs> they can't run. They can't run, <laughs> they run fast, fast enough. enough. They can't run fast enough because they you know they just want to, and especially you know if you're going to be judging a beer, you know if I'm going to, you know like. Again, we laugh about some of the things that the, the ratings that people put in. Oh, that was nice. Thank that, you, was, sir. that was nice. First burp of the day. That was pretty good. I get a 6.7, maybe 7.5, maybe. That was the second burp today. But well, okay. I mean, the first one was okay. <laughs> it's so harsh. Your judging no, no, is yeah, always my, so harsh. Yeah, look, I'm like that. I'm like the, I'm the Russian judge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, for if, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to judge a beer, like, I'll take Nolan, for instance, my my homeboy I work for at Transparent Brewing. He was like, if you're gonna if you're gonna, you know, say this beer ain't shit, tell me why. What's your reasoning? Don't just don't just don't put it. Oh, it's a two point five. Tell me why. You know, it makes it. But you know, you know, good on you for doing something where you take that out of it. Yeah, I know you have the notes section, but most but- most motherfuckers are not going to come up with a complete sentence. But if they can, if they can, <laughs> you can stop there. Most, yeah. most motherfuckers aren't going to come up with a complete sentence. But, if, but if, they, if, they, if they can do, you know, bottle caps, you know, that's what they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, and, and, you know, no one's, and he knows he's had to, he's had to get out of his feelings because he would see that. Well, they rated this beer such and such, bro. It's fucking, you can't, you, you but can't. Somebody who just doesn't like that style is really what it is. No, it's not almost, even, bro, that's not even don't like that style. They just don't know. So if you're out there, right. I, uh, I got right. a quick story. I, I was working at Windshift, and there's a buddy of mine. He's always on Untapped, and he's checking in beers, blah, blah, blah. He was there, sitting there, and I just had to be Untapped because he tagged me, and he read his beer while he was sitting there like a two and a half. I said, bro, you need to tell me why. And he couldn't. I said, change that goddamn rating. <laughs> or I said, don't rate it then. Because well, he couldn't, he, well, I don't like that style. Well, do you know what, do you, do you understand what styles of beers are? Because that's, that's part of the issue for me, you know, being a beer tender is trying to educate people. This is what this style is. And you may not like it, but if you, it's, there's, a, there's an app out there. You can go get the BJCP fucking app and it'll tell you about the styles. And so you can be educated and be like, okay, that's what it's supposed to be. I just don't like it. 
<laughs> but you know, this is going to circle back to, to what Aubrey said at the very beginning of this yeah. episode, though, right? Where he was talking about, but I was expecting everything to taste like Miller's Light. <laughs> and I mean, and that's the thing about beer, though, and beer styles, right? Is your palate isn't ready for the different styles sometimes. So you just got to try it. And then once you get it, you're like, oh. But this is why this is why I think what you're doing is is going to be going to be huge. Yeah, just because, because um, you know, like I said, the people who come in with the the pub passes and all that bullshit, you know, they're not necessarily beer drinkers. They're just doing it for the experience. Because to right. go around town and hit up these places and get that prize at the end, get the t-shirt, get the sticker, you know what I'm saying? So I think an app for that. Why somebody hadn't thought about that shit before <laughs> is beyond me. So good on you, my brother, <laughs> because there's nothing else. There's nothing out there else out there like that. Because uh, that's not what Untapped is. Untapped right, right. is a whole thing now that you know. I can't get rid of it because you know, I like to see and track and well, and because because they've got every brewery and tap room to use as their menu. Not a, yeah. not not everybody uses. Well, it. too many. Yeah. Well, they do. They do have a lot to do that. Well, you know, and and, and and honestly, you know, honestly, the reason I started using it is because I wanted to see my little name at the bottom of the fucking screen. That's it. Fair point. Yes, fair point. You're right. That was that was the, that was the main reason I started using Untap. And when I started that, you did not want me rating fucking beers. You know, I don't know. What that, you know, I, I, I had no idea that you know if I'm I'm drinking a half that I'm automatically going to get, you know, uh, notes of clove and banana right. and but yeah, things you're like right. that. I had no fucking idea. You yeah. know, I drink a beer that, you know, I, I would be that person. This tastes like a fucking banana. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's supposed Excuse to. Excuse me, sir. It's supposed to taste like banana. I mean, that yeah, was my exactly. thing on Untapped. You know, you know, you get, like you said, the little thing. I'm like, you know, if, if you filled it up with your name and your picture, we call that a Yahtzee. I love that. Let's get that Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we did for years. Let's get that motherfucker Yahtzee. <laughs> you know, we've been doing this thing like, what, three years now? Yeah. We've had a lot of beer. Okay. I, you still don't want me reviewing. I still don't know enough to where I should review a beer. But, but I think you've, 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 you've gleaned enough information to, to at least follow rule number two. We know we have two rules. Rule number one. Rule number one. Don't die. Rule number two. Don't be a dick. <laughs> and any other rule after that, that's fine. You can pick your own rule. I like, I like both of those. But, but, rule, they, rule but they all two, fit into one and two. Rule number two covers a lot of a multitude of sins. So, again, yeah, you, you're way more equipped now to judge a beer right, than you Right, but you know, you know what I'm equipped to do? With, I'm going to tell you whether or not I think it's tasty. <laughs> the tasty scale. <laughs> but, but honestly, everybody's palate's different. And I don't it, need to be the snob that tells you what, what's good and what's not. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Same. I'm like, is it good? Do you like that beer? Yes. And really, no. and really for me, like, I'm going to find you one that you do like. When I go to breweries, you know, even if, even if the beer is okay, if the vibe's dope, I'll come back because yeah. shit can change, right? If you got good people in there, good beer tenders, shit can change. There's, you've seen it where oh, yeah. you go to a brewery, you're like, that's okay. But I'm not. A lot of people were like, I went there and I didn't like their beer. I'm not going back. Well, you're stupid, because beer is a living thing. The next batch could be different or better. Sure. They might change brewers. Well, we do a lot of that in Kansas City. <laughs> we got a lot of motherfuckers. They might around. fix their water. Who did I see went somewhere? <laughs> I think I think I think Jenna left Crane, 
and went someplace else. Really? I, I, I hadn't heard that. One of, you know, like I said, we got a lot of female brewers. We got we, shout out to to uh, Jenna Munoz, uh, former former recovering attorney. For, yeah, former practicing lawyer with a law firm, brewers. Nice. Now she's a brewer, and she never told us she was a. Uh, lawyer till she got on the show we were like hold on you you bearing the, bearing the lead why are you bearing the lead <laughs> well, last night he's gonna come back and you know he says background's it it was, you know, he was programming missiles or something who knows <laughs> right yeah, he's like, I love it you know <laughs> my it degree was from 19 fucking 84 you know oh. So, so if you, you, got anybody, play a game. So you got anybody that needs a fucking Fortran programmer or something, call me. How about some COBOL? Yeah, I got some COBOL experience. <laughs> some Pascal. <laughs> and the only reason I know about that shit, I had people in college taking that shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> COBOL. <laughs> that, was, that was me. <laughs> He's putting them big those big cards in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, at least you know. At least now you use, you're using it for good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you know oh, the important question we haven't asked him. What's the question? This is a very important question. How the hell can people go get crack and put them on their phones? No, no, no. Hold on. Let's no, go. you got to you got to get that. No, no. Before no, we're gonna do that. But look, how we do gotta we do it more than once? How, how do we eat one of those t-shirts? Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, you know, we we've been playing around with the t-shirts and and. Uh, and, and getting some some feedback on them. So very soon we will have uh, ways that you can order the T-shirts on the crackem.us website. Okay, crackem.us. You know, that's what we got to do better at the on festival that. when we go back to the festival. What's that? We don't always brand ourselves. We're not always wearing our own merch. Yeah, we are. Well, we sometimes do, but we I also do. like to support other people's merch. Fair point. That is fair. But if you go, look at Aubrey. Look at a lot of those other. They're always rocking I mean, their own I stuff. A, I got a beers with not just on. Today. Uh, I'm going to find Street Brewing today. Yeah, you are. You are. Uh, so tell people where they can get the app. I know, but you can tell people. Uh, it's, it's available. Uh, it, it's Crackem, and you can download it for free from uh, both the the Apple App Store and from Google Play. And if people want to contact you, how do they uh, on the socials? Where are you at? Uh, I'm on on IG. I'm Crackem and on Facebook, I'm cracking. Uh, we've got a, a a presence on the bird, but uh, I don't like the direction that the bird is going right <laughs> the now. Bird. So the bird. I'm going to get off of there real soon. The bird is not the word right now. Well, yeah. I mean, my bird is fine because all my shit is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, oh. I don't see any other shit. I'd be like, nope, undo, <laughs> block. <laughs> So we didn't talk about this. Uh, I mean, it's kind of obvious to crack them name. Where'd that come from? Uh, one of the incubator programs that I was in, the actual name of the, the company itself is uh, is, is Reviox, R-E-V-I-O-X. Uh, and what I was looking for is I was looking for a word that we could kind of make whatever, you know, we, let's make up a word and we can make it whatever we want it to be uh and uh started talking to people and when we got in the, in, in in this uh this incubator program they asked the same thing and i gave them that answer and they were like ah uh, aubrey no <laughs> you, need to, you, you, you need to do better than that uh so you know we just started thinking up stuff and and it was over a uh over a a beer share 
with some friends um, and it was a, a late night beer share. And uh, every time it, it was like every time somebody was cracking open a new beer, it was like crack them. <laughs> so a, a quick search to the uh, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office saw that it was not uh, trademarked, and so we called the attorney the next day and uh, and put our application in, and and uh, and now we got it. Wow, that's awesome! That's a great story. <laughs> Crack them, and it's Crack catchy. Them. It's catchy. It is. I mean, I, every time we crack open a beer, I'm like, like, crack them. There you go. <laughs> That's what we're going to start doing. <laughs> How's it go again? Crack it. Crack it. <laughs> you <laughs> missed it both times. Crack them. <laughs> you, you know, you got you to say like You can't just say crack them. I'm just searching for a good loop. Are you looking? Crack them. There we go. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's Stay. coming. It's, it's coming. Bro, thanks for coming on, dude. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to see you up in, uh, in Pittsburgh, PA. We got a whole crew coming this year. We're, we're, we're working on a crew. I'm trying to get us a a, a Madden style bus. Oh man, for the trip this year, I got a guy with an RV. How, how, how far is how far is that trip for you guys? It was a 13 hour drive. Yeah. Oh shit. It wasn't bad. So okay. we, you know, we we took. It was off. great. We went. We stopped in uh, Indianapolis. Went to uh, um, what was the name of that brewery? Daredevil Brewing. Daredevil in in uh, the, the town of Speedway. Speedway in Indiana, which I did not did not know was a thing. That's what the the Speedway is. And okay. then and then you know. Uh, Dayton stopped yeah. in Dayton. Well, we're driving down I seventy. I'm like, what breweries are close? Then I find out Elmatic is right off the highway. You know, fans, fans nice. of those brothers. So we oh, hopped yeah. off over there and kicked it there. And then we went to uh, we spent the night in uh, Columbus. And what was the brewery? Seventh Sun. Seventh Sun. Have you ever been there in Columbus? I've really? never been there. I've heard of it. Oh man, great, great tap room. Yeah, that, two, that place was two awesome. story tap room. It's beautiful. Um, and that's three hours from Pittsburgh. And then we pulled nice. into Pittsburgh on on that Friday, and and who's the first person we see when we get to the hotel? Stacy Ia, fucking uh, uh, Rock, Rock Leopard. Leopard. So, <laughs> and he was like early. So y'all started with that first. Yeah. So he came on the podcast during the, during the pandemic, and he sent us beer from England. Oh, and nice. so and so we've been talking back and forth, talking back and forth. He's like, he's like, mate, I'm coming to Barrel and Flow. <laughs> And that was his first time in the United States in Pittsburgh, yeah. Pennsylvania. And he's standing in the parking lot. He was standing there just smoking a cigarette in the parking lot. <laughs> and nice. I was like, I was like, Stacy. He was like, What's the what the fuck, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, he stuck around for our walkabout day after the festival. Oh yeah. He, so we yeah. hung out with Stacy and a couple St- other folk. Uh, uh, um, well, uh, see, we need to, we need to get that together after the flow because we I, I always stay an extra day and do the same thing. Oh well, so hey, this year? I was actually I was actually hanging out. It was um, shit. Uh, Mac, uh, Dave Mac. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, with him and uh, and Sizzle. Where, where, where'd y'all go? Oh, fuck. We were we with the War Cloud. We were the War Cloud folks and Stacy. <laughs> we went to Burgers first to eat. Okay. And then we went to we went to Trace. Uh, where else did we go? Did we go to Trace? Uh, we did not get to Trace. We went to where Trace. Did we go the, where did we go the night the night the festival ended? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just remember the Sunday we went to three three different breweries. But, well, and you know somebody gave us a ride back to our hotel. <laughs> yeah, we always we, always yeah, we were actually we we wanted to go down to to Mike's, but you know 
during that weekend, that was the weekend that they they also had a whole bunch of stuff going on down. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're fully aware. They had concerts and all of that, and I was like, oh, it was Metallica that day. It was Metallica that day because we walk in, we walked around the corner to Mike's, and there is a line of from. 17 to 68. Yeah, waiting for the best. And, and this is like, what, at 1 o'clock? Yeah. And the concert's not till 7. They're kicking it. And they were, I mean, they, yeah. yeah. Mike's was packed. Yeah, it was great. Mike's, Mike's I love that. I'm so, I wish we'd went there the year before, because that was a great fucking beer bar. Yeah. yeah. It's it 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 like five. I mean, they, when they bring you the menu for beers, it's a three-ring binder. Oh, yeah. Wow. And it's the, like 500-some beers. And, and the steak they bring in on, on that hot stone. Yeah, if it, they basically bricks been putting the up. Yeah, bro, it's a, the the steak there was fire. You wouldn't think you would have that at a at a at a beer bar. At a beer bar. It was all it was all good. It was all good. It was all good. Well, Brother, I'm definitely gonna put that on my list for next. Time. Uh, well, you know, well, what? yeah, we're gonna make a thing next let, year. Let, let's let's plan on you know let's let's do a, a, a we need to get the a group together and we'll we'll talk today and those guys because they always tell us oh. We we're gonna do, go to sleep. We're gonna go to sleep. But apparently, we heard the day was out and about on Sunday, like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, in, in in nineteen, nineteen, that first year there, we were uh, me and me and my buddy went around that last day, and we started hitting a few breweries, and we ran into Day and and Tio and and uh, and Mike Potter at uh, yeah. at at Cinderlands. And we sat up there and they, they were asking us, you know, what we thought about the fest, what needs to change and all of that stuff. It was, yeah, a lot of people stick around. And I think people need to do that because yeah. one of the things I want to do is I want to go and I want to support the the Pittsburgh breweries while I'm there. And it's a great town. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, just, it's a great town. I mean, it's, it's been fun just to really explore. Good. So, you know, when we get when we get Ed and Day on, we're like, we're going to we're going to hold them to it. Motherfuckers, y'all act like y'all tired the day of, but y'all go out. So we're going to get a great, <laughs> we're going to get a, cause I got, I, I literally have some people who didn't go in, in 20 and 21. So they've got to use their tickets or 21, 22, and they got to use their tickets this year. Um, we, I'm pretty sure the Vine street boys, the, 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 the brewery that's opening here, they're on board. Um, I got, yeah. Cause we were all talking about bringing a crew. Everybody's talking about, we, we got to want to go. And nobody goes except me and Nick. Right. <laughs> Because in 19, I went by myself, bro. I did. I just, I discovered their podcast. I'm like, I'm going to this fucking beer festival. And I, fl- yeah. I flew out there. I rolled up to that hotel. I took an Uber from the ho- to the, the airport to the hotel. I still have my bag. Hadn't even been to the hotel yet. Went to the symposium. Went downstairs. Remember, between the symposiums, everybody went to the bar downstairs. Met yep. Ed and Day and a bunch of other folks. And we were off and running, man, for the weekend. I was like, this is the shit. <laughs> Nigel comes back and says, Nick, I got shit I want to say. Yeah. We're, we're doing a show. Yeah, that's how it all started. <laughs> Bro, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's an honor to be with the uh with, with the guys from Kansas City. I appreciate it. No, we're gonna Thank we're, you. we're gonna we're gonna represent your brand and, and we, uh look, look, breaking news, Crackham is coming to Kansas City. Go to Crackham, go to your app store, get Crackham. Yep. What is it again? Crackham. There we go. There hey, I'm going to play a little music after I do this. You know what, Nigel? What's that? Oh, that's right. You know where you can follow the Beards of Nigel show? Um, On the Instagrams. And the Twitters. Um, if you do the bird. The tweeter. That's all I like to call it. The tweeter. We're on the Facebooks. The Facebooks. Uh, oh, uh, MySpace. <laughs> Tom says hi. <laughs> Tom, Tom wants his fucking money. 
Um, and the Beers and Nigel podcast is available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any of your favorite podcast apps. I think if you look it up on any uh, thing, like uh, what's the one? You know what? Odyssey. It's yeah, on there. It's on there. I don't know how we're on there, but we're on there. I take care of those things. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You got one of them, our Alexa devices. Oh, that's right. Hey, Alexa, play the Beers and Nigel. Do people still app. use Alexa, though? I do. Do you? Do you talk to Alexa every day? No, no, nah, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she don't deserve me. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. I don't know, but I'm going to hit a button now. Good night, kids. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.